this is a repeat. Yeah, do it again. Oh, well, yeah, we're making the clicky noises. Turn the thing off. So, I was just, you know, stopping at the gas station for a beer or two for the, the cast here. And as I'm pulling in, uh, just like I'm looking at a car and this chick's pumping gas or whatever, pulls the nozzle out while spraying gas everywhere still, full stream. <laughs> and then, like, I, I watched her regrip, but she was still grabbing it by the trigger. So I don't know. I don't know if the, the safety latch right, or need, the, the thing need, was on. I but. need a little more description on, on this individual. Like, is this. Like, yeah, what kind of is this your first time? Very Are young. Are you senile? No, very, okay. very young. Possibly, Possibly first time. First time. Okay. Potentially <laughs> not. It's in that realm. Sure. This is okay. why we need father figures. Maybe dad's been pumping gas <laughs> for and filling it up type of thing. I don't know. But you got to be independent. Yeah. No father figure. You got to figure that. Or maybe she's from Jersey or something. I didn't look at a plate. <laughs> Never pumped Isn't gas before. Isn't that messed up though, right? That is messed up. How are you yeah. supposed to know? How are you going to learn? Sometimes you need to go other places. Right. Well, I can tell you there's two gallons of gas on the ground there, and it reeks. She just, like, sure. eventually just drop the thing, or, like... She got it to shut off. I don't okay. know. Did she fill up her car, or... Then just put the thing... No, so she was filling up the car and pulled it out of the car. Uh, That's what she... <laughs> so, you know, it was in the car. I watched the action. I so, pulled in at the perfect time to see it. So she left the lock on. Well, no, maybe some... T- That's I've, what I I've thought. Seen maybe the lock, but... The spring was gone on the lock. Oh. oh. So it got yeah. stuck, and unless you manually... Unless you let it hit the stop yeah. or you manually pulled it up. Like, yeah, yeah but like I've never, why would he pull it out of the car in that scenario? Just like play with the trigger there. Like make sure it's off before. Yeah, who pulls it engage. out before it clicks? Nobody does that unless you didn't want to. Wait, who pulls out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I've been in that situation before where I was like, wow, if somebody like didn't, you know, did the wrong order of operations here or just expected it to, to click right as soon as they pulled it a little bit, then... I guess maybe it, that's yeah. the thing. It could have been going so long you would have assumed it turned off. Maybe. But maybe it didn't. Maybe. I've also seen the janky trigger situation, but I've never... Sure. Yeah. My instinct has never been to oh, remove. Oh, yeah. You gotta, when you grab it, you're like, yeah, oh, you do, trigger, handle's you do still click. engaged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you just... No, but I guess some people just kind of don't... Maybe panic. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Or it stupidity. Was, it was a pretty quick scenario, but like by the time it was... As I pulled in right off the road, I watched the disengage while fuel still coming out thing. No. And then by the time I had crept up and around, she had just shut it off. But I, I watched the panic of a couple couple trigger finger actions. Wow. Impressive. Impressive. And then I watched her just jam it in there, get in her car, and leave. <laughs> she probably wow, stinks yeah, like I mean, fuel. You're supposed sure. to tell somebody, but I guess. Yeah. You, know, you might think what else are you going to do. Car. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, I, in the same scenario, had I just spilt a bunch I'm bouncing. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna run in and tell anybody? There's like yeah. 30 people in line. The handle got like, stuck. Hey, there's some there's some guy out there. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> the lady there behind the counter is not gonna give a shit there. No. So well, they are supposed to do stuff. They're supposed to, but uh, gotta put put some uh, yeah. Speedy, speedy dry. Put a cone out. Yeah. Put a cone out. Dump out the washer fluid thing there. Just throw a piece of. Ah, just let the person smoke their cigarette at the next. Yeah. Oh, I saw a pre- I saw a pretty good one. Uh, was it early? No, it was last week. A uh, guy comes into Sheets or something like that. Yeah, buys a, a pounder, right? Oh. And with like like a five, four, like a forty? No, no, no like a pounder. boy. Pays him five bucks cash. Pound, asks for the remainder good. on pump four. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh priorities wow. <laughs> that's like three dollars i know i'm like what two dollars is gonna i mean i guess if you want to drive I think, like i'm pretty sure mile. we've talked about this before but like the like 
I understand some people like the paycheck to paycheck thing, but yeah, the I don't know. Yeah, I. <laughs> that's not how I want to live my life, but I get it. Like some people, it's. And some people just don't honestly care. They're like, yeah, whatever, whatever I mean, the rest is put it in gas. I will say, unless he's just putting the remainder in there so he can get to the gas station again I to hate get to one stereotype, later. But I mean, maybe he just really hates change. Right. He, he didn't that's want why to I don't back. use cash for regular purchases. <laughs> oh, that, I was also furious because the line was enormous. And he mm-hmm. also hates credit cards. It was also it was bad for me too. Everybody's buying lottery tickets. Ooh. Is that what it is? Yep. Uh, it's always. Lottery. But so I've been using the uh, the self the, you know the. The stupid camera thing that, mm-hmm. but if you buy beer, it just flags them to stop. Yep. But that puts me in priority wait. over the other people in line. Yeah, just so dump it right up there and just wait. Okay, so yep. hang on a second. <laughs> what do you do here? So I've had this happen a couple times lately, specifically at the Circle K's that have those, uh, where there's a line, maybe even two to three people in front of me. Nobody's using the self-checkout thing. There were eight people in front you just of me? Like, you I just, just, yeah, I'm like, they, I assume I'm giving the, you know, I'm putting it into an assumption thing so I feel better. Where they're waiting for either lottery tickets or cigarettes or yeah. whatever. And they have to do that. And you can't do that through that self thing. So It's funny. I've taken, I've like surveyed this nice. also where I was like, okay, well, I wonder what this next person does. Yeah. Nope. They just get their chips and their drink no. or whatever and that's it. So yeah, I was like 15th like, in line and I just cruised yeah. by everybody yeah. and I'm like, screw you guys. I'm doing this. But two people in front of me were using it. Both paid with cash in the thing. I'm like, oh. So then it makes that machine take three times as long. Sure. It's got to count pennies and shoot them back out. It is impressive how well those little cameras work on the... I camera. was astounded. Yeah. yeah. I've had multiple things rung up as different stuff. Oh, really? I didn't look at all, to be fair. So it's just ringing me up stuff. What is this, like the self-checkout at Circle K or something like yeah. that? Yeah. It's the little camera thing, though. There's no person there. You to your advantage or no? <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like a couple cameras. It takes... Well, pictures of your shit and it's like oh that's you know a corona and that's a thing oh okay and then it knows and it charges you for them it hasn't been at a disadvantage i've had pricing come out about what it should be oh, and i've okay. also had things come out way less and i was like oh yep ain't my fault one. that's the, <laughs> the stack of grinder discs or whatever at home depot <sighs> type of thing yeah i've uh like had one i felt a little bit bad but also not that bad about it uh ace hardware a week or two ago, you know, you get the little yeah. plastic bags. You're supposed to like write the price or whatever yeah, you're yeah, buying yeah, on yeah. there. Wrote the pr- I was getting some some pretty large bolts. Oh, so I, I always pick at least two sizes <laughs> cheaper in the bins when I write them down on the little bag. It Generally, is. I I may or may not do that, but I'm paying these for ones, them. You these guys were, pay yeah, for these? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> these were like officially like seven dollar bolt jesus yeah and i was plated like m12 like yeah, okay. 90 millimeter long or something like that yeah that's a fat boy yeah it was a big big bolt so i was like yeah i was only buying two of them or whatever but then like and i was truthful on those ones i was like they're big i can't like sometimes i'll like sprinkle in a little extra hardware in there and just not write it on there at all like some oh, washers I don't do that. and things like that but <laughs> i assume they can count but they can't they never check they don't but, but anyways, <laughs> on this one, I, I, I did write down the, the truthful amount, and she misinterpreted my seven as a one. Oh. So I was like, man. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's on you, man. Yeah. It's, it's your job. Is, uh, it's your I job. Even, I even put the, like, the little line through the middle of the seven, what? you know, like the fancy seven, you know, because I understand how a seven can look like a one. She, maybe she's like, wow, this is some weird looking one. 
<laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I, nah. I mean, oh, whatever. that's the underline. <laughs> that must have been the, the yeah. underline yeah. of the one. <laughs> oh, the you might have. You had to write. How did you write it? Sloppy, kind of sloppy. No, I, sloppy. I didn't think so. It's pretty sloppy bit. in general. I mean, I mean, it. Well, yeah. You're writing but, on a plastic <laughs> bag too. Like it. Yeah, no, with it, like a sharpie uh, that's, that's four was, sizes too big. No, it's not even a sharpie. It's a freaking pen. Oh, that's worse. On like your hand because. But you're writing on two layers, so the top layer just squishes all over. No, it's it is it is pretty difficult to write nicely on those. Yeah. I always just pick like the cheapest one in the bin or yeah. something like that. So that way, like if they were to come up, like oh, I read the wrong. I thing. definitely don't feel bad about it because like the margin on that hardware is like astronomical, insane. Yeah. absolutely insane. Half the time, a shit in the bin's wrong anyway. So yeah, yeah that's true, fair yeah. too. Nobody organizes the bins. Tractor Supply does it by weight if it's not prepackaged. Yeah. Fast and all does too. Yeah, and I'm like, no, but that's gotta be a ripoff. Dude, there's a there's a store there's an Amish store out by my parents' house and it's like literally it's literally called the Bolt Store, and you can go in there and they have every single type of fastener you could ever imagine. It's amazing. That's what fastener all is. But well, there's a place in Barberton that's like a little <laughs> Bolt warehouse thing that's cheap, mm. really cheap. I've been there once. It's one time I went to Fasten All and they didn't have the fasten I needed. Uh, that's so. Well, yeah, they have typically. their inventory online at least, so that's mm. nice. You could always check that, but. Depends on the location. Some of them are like the half-ass Fastenal, and yeah, they don't yeah. have most of the stuff. Not like the Fastenal warehouse. <laughs> yeah. No, this was a... It was a big boy? Yeah, see, I think it was. I think they actually shut it down. The one in Wadsworth? I needed M7 nuts for my exhaust duds. Oh, yeah. M7's rough. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, Fastenal should have you know, everything. You know, UCS tuning has those. Uh, they do. So does fucking AutoZone. You can't just walk M7? up and get them, though. Yeah, I was just there. Actually, Lowe's had them. Yeah. Really? AutoZone carries all M7. Wait, just like just regular hardware, not like the weird yes. copper lock fellows, yeah, right? Correct. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. had something to get me by. Okay. Hmm. Wow. That's surprising. Lowe's Home Depot has always been really terrible for me in, oh, met- yeah. in metric hardware. Yeah, it's always or, awful. Or if you find what you're looking for, it's like fucking stainless. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. So. Gold up 2000. Mm-hmm. Were they stainless, Kevin? No, I don't think so. They came off again? It was a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> they came off again, yes. So Okay, so they couldn't have been stainless. In that scenario with the heat cycling? Yeah, I would yeah, think that, that would yeah, not a bad time. Yeah. yeah. Bad time. Who knows? Half the time the stud just comes out anyway, so it's well, <laughs> essentially a bolt at that point. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Jesus. Well, introduce us, Dave. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Who are we? What? Don't interrupt him. What He's do we want? One, right. one mode. Yep, one mode. Uh, welcome to the newest episode of A Futures Beep. My name is Dave. I'm here with Kevin Michael Will. And we have some some beer skis that we're drinking here today. We yeah. always drink That's beer. That's not true. Kev- not true. You not are the exception today. You are also I'm having drinking beer. a bush light peach. It's pretty yeah. good. We've been over this. <laughs> I OD'd on those things. Not not bad, but like... <laughs> oh, really? I, I just had a 12-pack at my house, and like by the time I was done with it, it like sickeningly sweet. Oh, you drank yeah, the whole 12-pack? No, they like over the course of a week, but like... Yeah, okay. They disappear real fast. I don't, I don't know. I was having trouble towards the end of it. Like, ugh, it's still very sweet. I I haven't been a fan of the peach. That bring back the really? app, bring back the apple. Apple was me. better. Yeah, apple, apple was better. Be back. I would not be in trouble after a twelve pack of those. Like I'm, I was good with it. Mm, so you say that, but I feel like I've done it. I mean, I've done it. Yeah, like why? Well, you know, I'm like not over it by a twelve pack. Okay. Yeah. The so. peach. I don't know. It's just very. I sweet. did a thirty right. rack at the lake last week. Jesus. Last year, I couldn't tell you the uh, last time I drank like twelve beers. 
in a I don't row. Think it wasn't one sitting. I'm just saying over the course of a week, it oh, was okay. like a 30 rack. Oh, we could have a podcast-a-thon. And I mean, finish motor That's what I... So that's the, the one thing that I haven't settled on yet. I was like, ah, what's going to be... The beer the cru- of choice. The beer of, yeah, the beer of choice, the crushable. And so I picked up a few things. I went to the fancy beer store earlier. Ooh. And uh, I was like, oh, let me just pick up a couple things. So I got like... Um, I forget if you guys had any last time. The, like, there's like the War Pig passion fruit guava oh, sour yeah, yeah that's really good. good so i got some more of those uh and i got i don't know some other four pack of something and i was thinking i was like i haven't made up my mind on like what's gonna be like the the drinking beer yeah and uh i'm still undecided on it truthfully i'm yeah. not really sure i'm undecided as well so Hmm. It's not going to be Bush Peach, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no, it's no. not going to be Bush Peach. If I was there, it would have been Bush Peach for me. Well, <laughs> if I ain't going to be there. Well, you can still drink Bush Peach, though. Sure can. Sure can. <laughs> still gonna. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you got both your go-tos then there, Kevin. Little old Chrissy Boys mm-hmm. and a Bush Peach. It's hard Bush to go Peach. wrong with Chrissy Boys. Yep. I haven't just gone, gone with the straight Bush Light recently it was funny it's been a I, while. I just bought some did you yeah for some reason i was like ah, i don't want the bush peach i was like wait a second like bush lights kind of like water yeah like why don't i just buy some of those it wasn't bad so, yeah it's, it's not bad the last time last time i was at alex's or something like that he had a third yeah. of that and i was like you know this is pretty good yeah <laughs> and you know what i actually i didn't even mean to buy that i think for some for some reason i was like oh, how about like labat Ooh. You know, I was like, let's get some Labatt Blues. You know, you know, feel a little. Yeah. You know, eh, you know, you know what I've been fancying? That light. Yeah. Yeah, they have the light. The appeal of the bush is, it's so fucking cheap. So, 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 so yeah. I mean, I feel no. like they're very similar in that realm. When you're looking at the, the cheap Genesee. light beers. Bush is cheaper, <laughs> way cheaper than Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bud Light's trash. Much cheaper than Labatt also. Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. Bush Light is crazy cheap. <laughs> You know what's good though, huh. Molson. Yeah, oh, you know, I've been I drinking a Molson in a I've long been, time. Uh, the last like the last month, I've gone to like the Hungarian club by my parents' house like once or twice. Mm. Just just because Parker and his dad were down there, they have like a whole meal. Is that like festival. the Polish Alliance club? Yeah, it's like the nice. Same Who was thing. it that brought us there? Somebody Wait. did. We went to a Polish Alliance club in Cleveland. Zach. <laughs> Was it Zach? Yep. Yeah, I don't sense. know that I was there. It's probably that. pretty Maybe similar. Not. I don't know. But I was yeah, there. It's like a ridiculous like a thing. thing. Like, hey, you got to be a member to get in, but it's like 50 cent beers or something like that. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah they, had like a, they had like some funky like old boomer car show. And I was like, Parker was like, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. I'll show up in my shit box. And so I go out there and I'm like, oh, they got Molson. So I was drinking some. I was like, it's a good beer. It's a good quality all around beer. Like it's a good yeah. drink of beer. Yeah. Maybe that's the move. Get like a couple... Not like a, f- a couple twelves or something like that of just like rando lights. Yeah. And then just mix the lights and just yeah. do some back to back comparisons yeah. and see. Yeah. Blind taste tests. Bud Light Lime. We those can re- are we'll report good. back next week. Yeah. I can't do a ton of those either though. What? Yeah. It's a smaller quantity. I do I do like I do like a Bud Light Lime occasionally. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I'm I'm good at fair few. I haven't had a, one of those in a while. I could probably drink Corona all day. Yeah. yeah. That, I, that's I like that. a pretty that's you gotta get it in the cans though like i don't mind it in a bottle but it's the most fragile bottle and if we're going yeah. to like any event of some sort yeah riding around with a bottle yeah mm-hmm. having bottles around They're is good. just bad yeah so oh shit yeah oh, i Bud? should like 
Red Light Run. 3D print a cup holder for the Moto 4 or something like that before we leave. Why? What do you mean? How? You're just going to shake your shake your beer. Well, I know, but in sometimes you need both hands for a minute. Like yeah. I'm not saying like yeah, to okay. use it primarily. Well, that was the benefit. You of know the, what you should the do. The zip tied koozie to the handlebars was that it had yeah, a little. Well, out. If I'm you not, get those, I'm not calling this a rigid mount. If you either. get them metal koozies, right, that fit the the fit the bottle ones, mm-hmm. you could just use one of those. And just you just like take one of those to the bars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit, you could. A little tack weld on there. I mean, yeah, yeah, you could. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not the worst like, idea. You may need to make like an arced platform thing to oh. hang the cup from a string yeah, like eighth inch rod or something like that and make like a little dangler <laughs> a little like tig wire yeah, yeah. be all right mm-hmm. yeah well, maybe we'll yeah. bring supplies and try to make them on the fly that's a good idea i yeah. think we'll, i'll try I'll to like a, i'll bring a battery and jumper cables and some stick <laughs> electrodes or something like that just in case <laughs> we have to tig weld it <laughs> kind of inverter map gas and some brazing rod or something mm. like that and try to figure it out have you ever tried that map gas like brazing, like it's like an aluminum welding rod. No, I've never tried it. I've yeah. seen the commercial though, and it looks appealing. It looks interesting. Yeah. So, for reference, Bud Lights run about a dollar a beer at a thirty rack price, and sure. Bush Light runs about seventy cents. Wow, okay. pretty. What Miller High Life? Thirty percent cheaper than that. High Life? High Life's oh, cheaper God. than that in a thirty pack. I like High Life. It's just gonna Natty Light. Really good. Cool. That's like one of the bad experiences that has stuck with me that I've had since no. high school. Was no, a bad, a real bad night on High Life. Twenty cents cheaper. And, you know, I've That's had, I've had bad for the whole pack. Oh, not per can. Oh, I thought you're saying per can. Twenty cents is a big jump if that's the case. But no, 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 no. All right, no, okay. never mind. But anyways, like I've had bad nights on like all kinds of liquor, all that, all that stuff. You think you're like, yeah, I'm never gonna touch this again, and I've always been get, able to get back on the horse. But High Life forever has tainted my tongue. Like I cannot, it will not taste good to me. Ever again. Oh, wow. All right. Well, tell the story. Yeah. You died there, there was really there's no significant story. It was just drinking a lot. Ish. I puked. It was just, I don't know. It just hasn't appealed to me ever again. That's how Blue Moon is for me. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've never actually really liked Blue Moon. No. That's a good like, dinner like, beer, and that's about it. Yeah. Even then, I still not my pick. I, I can't anymore. Mm. It, it's just never again. Mm. Oh, the man. wheat beers are rough for me now. Yeah. yeah. Well, yep. What are we talking about today, gentlemen? I don't know. You got a whole list, Dave. No, that's a good point. Yeah, it is a good point. Well, look? before we get into that, yeah. we could do uh, news. We could do news. Do you have news? News. Do we have news? New news? Oh, man. Dad there is news? some news, and I had some ideas earlier today. Oh, did anybody watch uh, Goodwood Festival no. of Speed? I saw no. a couple of clips, and I watched like one recap yesterday, but no, mm-hmm. not really. Yeah. It's like a 12 hour thing. On it's YouTube. so long. Like, mm. Yeah. I need a, I need oh. a long garage session to yeah. have that up. Or well, see, that's exactly what I did. I put it on while I was in the garage, but paid attention to absolutely zero. Of yeah, that's it. yeah. That so I just I got nothing. I I did look at a couple of recaps. Um, really, I mean, just overall, it seemed kind of average. Like yeah, an average thing. Nothing uh, real crazy. I really want to go there. one year, but this year, or at least the recap I watched looked like a bunch of like the. Fancy supercar dopey stuff that I don't care about. There was a lot of fancy supercar stuff. Uh, like, for instance, the fastest car up the hill was some like that McLaren, thing? McLaren. No, McLaren prototype. Thing. Well, maybe it was electric, actually. Uh, that thing was wild. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. There's some electric four wheel McLaren y thing that was. Yep. It's got like very a. Very small. And it's got light. like a, a sliding cockpit sort of deal. That was like, yeah. That, so that was the fastest thing up the hill. 
Uh, and among, like, if you look at, say, the top 10, McLaren Solus P1 or something like that, I think is what they call it. No, Pastrana. So, second, right? so that's, mm, I don't think it was quite second. He was but second it was for a there. little bit. So that's what I was getting at. So yeah, top top 10 cars were all like mostly supercars, like a lot of G- cup cars or something like that, or like modified production supercar, whatever sort of deals. And then, yeah, like smack in the middle of it. Actually, the thing on the higher end was, yeah, the, uh, the what do they call family it? Family Huckster. The Family Huckster, the Subaru GL. I still like that Boonigan thing car. Yeah, it's good. It's so cool. Which is crazy considering, like, it makes it makes some pow-pow, but yeah, not... Well, Pastrana's a lunatic. He is. He is. And, but, like, if you think about it, like, the, the fastest car up there was, like, you know, almost, like, 2,000 horsepower, electric conversion you know whatever wait not the mcmurdy spearling that's apparently what has a record right now yeah that's yeah, the that, one i saw that, that i don't know i don't think that went this year that's that the, might have the overall record goofy silver thing no it's like the soup like the single seater yeah uh not the big red thing if you if it was no, red then that it was silver it. okay then that's probably what you saw and i don't know if that went this year it's electric and it was from this year and it was fast so yeah that that's i've seen that as well and i've heard it's like stupid fast i don't know if that's technically a production car or anything oh no it didn't look productiony but well neither is like the the fastest one that i saw that went this year which was a mclaren or whatever but the mcmurdy thing has pretty got some pretty wild i don't know if they they beat the record this year it looks like they set that record last year yeah that sounds Mm. right was it the same car again this year then that was like it might be fast. might have been different. That, well, that was that was on set the record last year, so the fastest up the hill this year might have been something else. Yeah, it it was. That's what I was saying. Well, so well, <laughs> I just assumed it was the fastest thing because it had set the record already. So yeah, but they don't bring the same stuff back every year. So McLaren Solus GT. Yeah, that's what I said. Marty's not even in the top four. Marty, whatever the fuck it was. Did it, well, I don't think it, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it was there. Ah, well, that'll do it because yeah, it was no, faster than the Solus GT. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, oh yeah, so yeah, Solus GT from McLaren, Subaru Huckster. Okay, so it was number it two. was second. Okay, yeah. huh. that's pretty fast. McLaren Cosworth M26, Porsche 911 GT3 Cup, Skyline GTR R32, Chrysler Viper GTSR, Rimac Navara. Ford Puma WRC, Ferrari 488 Challenge, and Porsche 911 GT2 RS Club Sport. Top 10. I just love how the, the, the Huckster's. I know, it's <laughs> second. But I saw an interview like right after that with Pastrana. Someone was just asking him how the run went type of mm-hmm. thing. And he's like, well, that last corner, like I knew it was going to be a good run, and I thought for sure I was going to crash. Yeah. But like – Pulled it off. You get somehow. to that point Dude, where you wh- see like the finish line and you're like, just make it or break it. You what, know? Was, yeah. what was this time? 46? 46 no, no, something? No, it was less than that. I think. No, I don't I think it was like 46.5, right? What? 46.38. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot slower than the McLaren then. Yeah. <laughs> what was the McLaren? Speed? I think a 39 something. I mean, but still. No, 45.3. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the record is, I think, 39. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking of. But regardless, a square old Subaru. I know, right? Yeah. So I good. think it's so, so wild. Awesome. So awesome. Yeah, I love McMurray's... the active brake, the aero brakes. Yep. That thing's nuts. Thirty nine point oh eight. Mm. Damn, that's all right. 
significantly faster. Yes, Jesus fast enough to Christ. like not be asked back. Almost You're like the record. All right, you are going way wow. too quick. Okay, so the record had been held for twenty three years <laughs> by a Formula <laughs> One car yep. set at forty one point six in nineteen ninety nine. It is interesting. I don't think we're going to go over it because it's like a lot of words. But <clears throat> if you look at, if you start looking at like their average, because they keep track of average speed mm-hmm. for all, all of these runs too. And you look at, yeah, like for instance, like the number one McLaren, you know, it's, it's average top speed is super high. But mm-hmm. then the GL what? like is the second, which with way, way lower overall speed, way less power. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man, dude's wheeling it. And yeah, it's he's obviously built super well. So maintaining a ridiculous speed. Oh, I could hear that. Yeah, 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 yeah. me too. Turn up. Oh, camera. I think we oh, can hear it. We can it. hear it because it's in the, yeah. the computer, but no one else can. Yeah. I mean, I think I saw a clip of it. Then it must have been thrown in the same thing from this year, mm. but it wasn't this year. Yeah, that's why. So that happened. Um, I saw a jaguar threw a wheel into the crowd. Some oh, old jack. Yeah, I lost yeah. a left rear, and yeah. it did the, the perfect bounce where it made oh. it, like, over the fence into people. Yep. Just hit somebody? I guess no one was hurt, but, yeah. Oh, can you imagine getting hit by it? A Bad. wheel at 80? Yeah. Mm. What did you see? Dead. I think it was some, <laughs> was it a Formula One race, or was it, I think, it was, yeah, Formula One race uh, a month or so ago. The accident? It, there was an accident. Yeah. Yeeted a wheel, like, out of the whole stadium into the parking lot, hit some car, and they were, like, trying yeah. to cover this shit up and we'll everything. about like, that. Yeah. Yeah. They have tethers now. Yeah, for the wheels. <laughs> have you ever seen the tethers on monster trucks? No, it's nuts. It's like one inch steel cable. They just loop through like the knuckle and everything, just so if it breaks off part of the axle, it keeps it nearby. Because if you know a sixty yeah. bouncing yeah. off into the crowd is gonna yeah. suck, It'd kill you several gotta, people. Yeah. <laughs> Thousand pound tire. Yeah. Uh, what Jesus. else in news? There was something else that I saw recently. Oh, and this is okay. So this is, I think, going to pertain to maybe some updates uh, a little bit. But uh, I think as of a couple weeks ago, I saw Vermont closed its uh, little registration loophole. What? Yep. Son yep. of a bitch! I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty big news, yeah. and probably going to affect. Uh, maybe some of the prices of it, uh, Vintage Moto Days. This there's weekend. other states, but there, yeah. There's some other one. There's some other options, but that was definitely by far the easiest. Yeah. So. What do you mean, just titling stuff? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. bikes, especially Vermont, never cared. You so can just mail them stuff, there, and they'll. You have, there's a lot of options. I mean, it's yeah, titling for things that don't have a title mm-hmm. uh, was like the biggest appeal, uh, but also in terms of you know getting maybe potentially even like registration. Things like that that don't require mm. inspections and whatnot. So that's gone. Apparently, they they closed the door on that. Dang. Yeah. I have one bike left. I need to do. <laughs> uh, apparently, like you could still like if you know somebody in Vermont, yeah. like you could go that route. You you do know somebody. Give it to them. They register it and title it and just give it back or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, this I I have the. There are options if you have connections. I have Vermont. a connection with yeah. New Hampshire that's a great loophole that will always work. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's other states. I think Montana or something like that is still pretty uh, See, I was t- free. And talking to Kevin about that, <laughs> it, it seems a little more complicated uh, to go that route. Uh, basically, the loophole through Montana is you open up an LLC. Yeah, but they're like 
really cheap in Montana. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Expensive. So there, are, it's also a no sales tax state. So theoretically, if you were buying something and you never titled it in your name or whoever's name, you basically open up an LLC in Montana. The you give it to the business. The business titles it. You don't right. have to pay sales tax on it. So apparently, this is like real big and expensive shit. Supercar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you always see them with Montana plates. So that's what they do to avoid. Because you think about it, you buy a uh, uh, half a million dollar car. I mean, you're paying fifty thousand dollars in sales tax in some states. So that's what they that's what they do to to avoid paying stuff like that. But you know, granted, if you have then Montana plates, you can avoid having to do like commissions and safety inspections and all that too. So yep, I guess they're cracking down in California on out of state plates for that reason because a lot of the like. You know, the exotic yeah, random damn. shit down there is very Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Government overreach garbage. I know. Why do you have to pay tax on a car that's already been to pay tax on? Why don't we pay I taxes on that. anything that's already been paid for? That's the whole question. I get it like first time. That yeah, makes first sense. purchase. Okay. Fine. Sales tax applies. But then you're not buying. Nobody's buying anything from business at that point. They're buying it from, unless it's a dealership. Right. They're buying it from a private seller. Yeah. I don't. You don't charge tax on like shit you sell on marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. Why are they charge? They're gonna tax? get well, so careful. Yeah, <laughs> careful there, Kevin. You didn't used to have to do it on eBay either. Now you do. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, same thing with like Venmo and PayPal and Cash App. Like yep. if you make yeah, over six hundred dollars, you're supposed to. And even if it's like, if Kevin sends me twenty dollars for like a pizza I bought, like they. No, if you put it through the right category of yeah, friends and family, <laughs> you're good. Well, yeah. yeah. But if you have like the whatever the recourse option is, goods and services, yeah, fuck that. Which I do. I think it's worth it. I I will pay. Oh, I'll pay. Diff- for, no, the, no, yeah. The, I just the PayPal taxes. service fee for that for that protection in a lot of cases. When no. I buy stuff, sure. Yeah. But like if I'm throwing you guys money for beer or whatever, then I guess that no. does kind of fuck over whoever I'm buying stuff from. Then because that probably you does lose generate a percentage. W four yeah. yeah, for them what, or whatever. Four four percent. Yeah. It also. PayPal charges you a percentage if you do. No, no, no. I'm saying like I've, I've bought stuff from people before and, the, and I say, hey, no, I'm going to use goods and services. I'll cover the fee. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So they get the full oh, amount. yeah. You know, which but is then, like yeah. I think. But yeah, I think then they still get double fucked. Uh, not really. It's over a certain amount you have to claim, but uh, depends on how much shit they sell. Well, right. either. I mean, I guess it's kind of a good way to tell someone's character, too. If you're like, I'm going to pay with goods and services and they're like, no. And you're like, ah, okay, so, well, right. never mind. So, honestly, there's like you, nothing to lose on your end. So if you don't agree to that, then yeah, fuck if, off, I guess. If you're yeah. willing to pay the the fee, then yeah. I've seen a few situations where it's they've paid their good and ser- goods and services and fucked over the seller because of it. Kind of like a credit card chargeback in a way. Uh, yeah, you know. Okay. Hmm. Well. Yeah. It does happen. It does happen. I th- I was afraid of that. I looked into a couple. That's things like, like a that. scammer's excuse. They're like, oh, hold the funds and blah blah blah. And it's, yeah, it's pretty obvious. But yep, if everyone's legit. Then it shouldn't be a problem. We got what did it say six hundred dollars or something is a the cutoff for mm-hmm. things that get reported to the IRS. Yeah, total in a year. Yeah, I think it's, it's not yeah, that even that much. No, I think it's I think it's individual transactions. No, no, it's, it's total. It's, oh. So, 
Anyhow. Because it used I, to be, what, like $10,000 or something like that? It, it yeah. Be, yeah, just an astronomical, astronomical amount. And it I mean, not if you're selling stuff regularly, though. Like, if it, that's your it business, was a, sure. But it I was mean, a reasonable for, cutoff, not $600. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I <sighs> could sell one thing that's $600 yeah. in any given year, potentially. Uh, so... That's what I have for news. I don't think anything else super crazy I've seen out there. Nope. Mm, no. Me neither. Okay. Kevin? Any news? No. No? Okay. You have the news at your fingertips. So I don't I'm know if you were gonna... currently fingertipping news. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Highway legal forklifts with Cummins Diesel are do-it-all workhorses. Highway legal for What the fuck? Dave, you should be using this opportunity to start. Already left. Uh, okay. Not for news. I'm saying for the fucking the topic, topic that we're talking about next. Yeah. You got it? You, you got, got it? Control? You I mean, it? I picked from what was A left list. over. Should be plenty of stuff left over. Autocross Things tragedy. Things that are interesting. Okay. Tragedy Fine. kills two racers in Washington State. Oh, wow. That's not At good. an autocross? Yeah. That's impressive. Oh, boy. I saw, what was it at a... Uh, New England Forest Rally. Two? Oh, yeah. The, um, yeah. I knew her. She's one of the co-drivers. Yeah. Fuck, what's her name? I feel bad for not knowing this. Erin something. Yeah. Um, I know the dude, too. Um, something pulling. Who's got the Subaru wagon that the, she co-drives. Hmm. She died at a New England Forest Rally this year. Well... Fuck. So big deal in Aaron like Kelly. The, Aaron Kelly, yes. Yeah. Um big deal in like I don't know, very tight knit in like the New England rally community. Like all the rallycross guys, it's it's, it's all the same people everywhere you go every time. Now, it's a big I mean, deal. Forgive me for glazing over any or condolences and everything. Uh but obviously like stage rally in particular has seemingly pretty substantial safety regulations. Is there? I don't know uh, the circumstances the where you don't. No, I, I don't know any of the details. She, I mean, I, she died from her injuries. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I just didn't know if there was. A, I've seen a couple of posts in the rally groups since, and they're all talking about different safety things and why aren't they mandatory type of thing and whatever. But like, it's there's so many free things, especially sure, running through yeah, the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all for all I know, the perfect stick. Like you never yep, like there's nothing you could yep, do. So. Yep. It's a risky sport. That's the way it goes. Yeah. But uh, it's unfortunate to hear. It's unfortunate. Sad to see. Yeah, for sure. Especially like someone in the community like that. Like yeah, especially for a, the, at a grassroots level that that's well known. Yep. Very tight knit community. So. But. Well, now I'm sad. Yeah. Well, me crashed into a tree on the passenger side of the car. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, is Mike, like Mike said, you know, it could be the perfectly sized, perfectly oriented stick, or is it like a roll cage issue? And no, so, I've, I've seen that car for years, but they were talking about a bunch of things like that. I mean, there's part of it is training in terms of like how to stop bleeds for all the safety guys, and if you're a driver, like, how do yeah. you tourniquet <clears throat> properly? There's no yep. way to, there's no mandatory training for that. So if everyone figures it out, and you're the next car that shows up to that accident, if yep. you know how to do that properly. That can make yeah, a big I mean, difference. Yeah, if you think about it, you know, yeah. for instance, like, you know, we've gone to uh, uh, 
snowdrift a couple times now and you know like every time that comes up i see like hey looking for volunteers you know yep. and you're looking are, these are course workers these are people who are potentially the closest to you know an accident or an incident whatever mm-hmm. may happen with absolutely no experience like i don't know any of that shit well cause, yeah because that you can't afford to pay people that are qualified no, for that type yeah, of thing yeah like it, you need volunteers to run those events but yeah that comes at the cost of not everyone has you know, first aid training or any of that. Yeah. And that can make it's true. It's a big difference. But but I don't know. Maybe there's something you could do on like a basic level. Like, yes, you accept volunteers, but there's like an hour or two of orientation that you have yeah. to do is like part of that. Like a refresher course. Yeah. Or just like a, just a general, just something. Yeah. You yeah. know, it doesn't, you don't have to be yeah, know, like, a here's surgeon. How to, here's you know, how to yeah. stop a wound from bleeding. Here's mm-hmm. how to... You know, give someone shoot, CPR. Mean, to, be, to be honest, like if, like a way, way, way back when I was like CPR certified, but like even something as simple as that, like that, the 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 logic behind whatever CPR has changed so many times. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what the current right. thing is, is you know, because they used to say like ah oh, do breathe for them, ah oh, don't breathe for them, ah oh, just do this, just do that. So it's like pff, break their ribs. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the, the the latest consensus is on that. But like in general, I just feel like it wouldn't take it wouldn't take a very long time to just go over some general no sa- safety yeah. stuff that could potentially save somebody's life. So, but also the new thing coming out is like the rally safe thing, which mm-hmm. is kind of a radio setup for situations like that. Mm-hmm. And they're making like ARA runs that pretty much at most of their events now, mm-hmm. and that's a big deal. But still, you're trying to get a safety crew down a stage to an yeah. incident yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yep. Some but. of them are quite long. Yep. yep. Difficult thing. It's almost like yeah. you need like a middle safety crew, an end safety crew, and, a, and like a beginning. For every stage? Like some stages are 40 miles. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah. Tricky business. Mm hmm. Hmm. But. Well, gentlemen. We need rally ambulances. Rally ambulances. Ambulance. Ambulance. This is the only logical solution. Yeah. Yep. Can you imagine having to ride in the back of one of those? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be so psyched. I mean, I mean, not like a trophy truck style ambulance. I mean, should be potentially pretty smooth. What happens if that crashes too? Well, hopefully that guy keeps it at eight tenths or whatever, and not yeah, yeah. not wads it up. Yep. But. But uh, how about uh, 3D printing and uh, how it's changed uh, a lot of the automotive aftermarket stuff is the best one I could pull from there that's going to give us the rest of the time to talk here. Okay. Something that has bothered me a little bit lately is, um, and, you know, props to people for doing this, but, like, Etsy is, like, a pretty big thing now, right? Yeah. And so you have your, like, average... Uh, like consumer grade printer that somebody uses for whipping up some like little automotive related trick. Yeah, Dungeons and, Dungeons and I'm like, and you know, it's like, oh, hey, I come up with a solution for fixing this, you know, common plastic bit that breaks. And then they post a picture of it and you're like, okay, it's this is a 3D printed thing. Like not at least an injection molded thing that somebody, you know, put some investment behind, yeah. you know? So like, I, I don't know. Are you saying have, it's not have, good enough? I don't know. I have mixed feelings on it. No, right? but it, but like it, it's not that it's. Not, I mean, in a lot of it's not good for everything. Yeah. Right. But as someone who doesn't know enough, it opens the door 
in good ways and in bad ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it opens the door for people who know what's going on and they can create fixes for it cheaply and effectively. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But also it allows people who are bad at stuff to make a thing and try to give it to people or, or sell, try it to to people. sell it to people. Yeah. And well, it could potentially take away from people who are trying to do it right at the same time. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But you're, I mean, you, you bring both into this space. Yeah. So then you have to sift through people that have no idea what's going on and they're trying to make some mm-hmm. trinket and you can tell by looking at them generally that sure. they're bad at modeling stuff. Exactly. And then exactly. Like, you can look uh, at something that makes sense and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, they put some thought into the way it's going to be loaded and this right. is going to hold there up. There are a lot of nuances to 3D printing. I mean, we've been over some of that stuff before, but like you can, you can tell. Like, I mean, at the most basic level, like you can tell when somebody knows nothing and just print something in the wrong orientation. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be loaded in sheer uh, with an FDM. Like it's that's no good. It's a straight up bad. Mm-hmm. And maybe it works for, for a little bit, but eventually it will fail. If you and that's that's from a perspective of somebody who knows stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you have people who don't know anything about it, and the reason that they're buying it is because they don't know. They don't know when yeah. it's available. Uh, so. Like I said, mixed feelings on it. That's probably just strictly based on perspective. <laughs> but I think I mean, it allows yeah, you guys pe- have experience too. So I, I like that it allows people who might not normally dabble in that yep. type of thing, like you, who doesn't have design experience, but like has an idea of how things work. You can still design a part that works well. Yeah. And otherwise, when you you have that opportunity, kind of yep. allows you to dive into a space easily mm-hmm. and figure it out. And on top of the fact, especially just like home gamer setup, like you can print shit eight or nine times and just keep trying stuff. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's great. I mean, even I've done that. Oh, yeah. Me too. So. I'm like, ooh, I don't know exactly. It's hard to measure between these points. Uh, let's try moving I'm it better, this way. Yeah, and it's like, sometimes it's like a better starting point because like in 3D space, sometimes there's just not a great way to measure from A to B. So you're like, well, I'll start with something. Yeah, and then, I've measured yeah. close. It should be close. And then yeah. you line it up, but ooh, three millimeters off. All right, yep. I got this. Yeah, it is helpful for that reason. But um, yeah, overall, it's, uh, you got, I mean, you have two different crowds, right? You have the people with 3D printers with zero design capability uh, interested in that sort of thing, but basically just download or you know get things from other people print them right that's that uh and then you have people that you know are good at designing things maybe they don't even have a 3d printer but uh that are putting files out there um whether for profit or just for information sharing uh that's generally very appreciated (laughs) um and i think you know i don't know that applies to like a lot of different things not just 3d printing mm-hmm. too like I've, I've noticed it a lot in the because uh, like i've been into the arduino the coding stuff and like people who yeah. share their things because it's you know open source and they're like ah, whatever like i'm not going to bother selling this that's awesome um but in terms of uh you know the progression of 3d printing like honestly it's probably come a long way even since the last time we talked about it i mean the last time we talked about 3d printing in particular I mean, it could have been a year or two ago. And no, I mean, it would have been a while ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say at the very least. I remember like our OG 3D Probably. printing episodes. Because I think yeah, we've done 10. at least two. Yeah, it could have been, yeah, within the first 10 episodes, which is three, four. Two and a half. Right. Three? Two and a half years. No, it's got to be more than that even. Not three. Anyways, 
they've come a long way. Yeah. Um, not j- like just technology wise, price point wise, puts a lot better equipment. Yeah. Yep. In front of the enthusiast, mat- then material, the material availability. Yeah. I don't know about material. So? Material seems to be kind of staying the same. I think there's there's I think there's definitely well, more players in the game, maybe it's and you cost. can get you can get cheaper options, but I think they are Shitty. scaled. Yeah, they are respectively uh, associated to their costs. Yeah. So like you can buy nicer stuff uh, or shittier stuff. Mm. So, Not necessarily which, nicer, shittier. It's like the uh, right for the application. It is. I mean, no, no, no. no. I, yeah. I mean, like you, you have different gr- like levels of PLA now at this point or ABS where you can get a cheap roll of it, but people say, oh, it doesn't smooth nice or it doesn't have good adhesion or it doesn't, you know, it doesn't do a lot of things. Like mm-hmm. you, I've seen... But I mean, just these are things that I've just seen in passing, not things that I even pay particular attention to. But I've seen now comparisons, like people printing with three different brands of ABS and doing tensile tests on them, and they're very different. So they're just out there. Like if you don't care about you know mechanical oh. properties and stuff like that, sure you can get a lime I mean, green fifteen dollar a roll yeah. of ABS, whatever. Um, I'm sure each which like, you couldn't get before material so. type isn't exactly the same, so it probably all needs the same kind of like dialing in that. No, I mean different you, material can, you can stick with different brands, but there's definitely cheap, shitty brands that have a ton yeah. of moisture in them. Okay, yeah. like especially ABS is kind of yeah. a dick about that. It does seem like there's so. more support out there for like aftermarket stuff for these printers to support like carbon and nylon. Yeah. And, yeah. So that yeah, that was one of the big things I was gonna uh, key in on because like even when I bought my 3D printer, which was you know set a couple of years ago now at least. Um, you know, it was a pretty basic thing at a pretty basic price point. But at now at that same price point, a couple of years later, you can have, um, you know, hardware in that printer that will allow you to print much nicer materials. So like, for instance, mine is not a direct drive. It's not an all metal hot end. So it can't do like higher temperature stuff. Like ABS is honestly probably the top of the range. Uh, whereas you could do um, uh, nylon or the, carbon fiber nylon impregnated stuff which is supposed to be really you know nice for if you're looking for strength uh but that that requires you know the higher temperature nozzles the hardened hardened nozzles for that matter where's the nozzles Um, crazy and uh yeah like direct drive uh hot ends and everything so and like you you get that all now at kind of the same price point so again you're getting you're getting more, definitely more and more features at similar price points now as technology gets out. More, I mean, I think it's more competitive now too. I mean, you can get more off-brand even printers now, mm-hmm. which I think is, again, it's, it kind of circles back to what we were talking to about, like with the Etsy shop where people are just like printing parts and selling them. Is that like pros and cons? Pros for the consumer is that like with more competition it naturally just drives down prices in general. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's happening with like the 3d printers. So, uh, yeah, I mean, super cool. I mean, I'm not complaining about that part. I mean, the more, um, versatile 3d printer I can have for less money, the better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just picked up that what Ender three a few months ago mm-hmm. and they're up to second a million of them now. Whatever it's like the most upgradable, platform too it was like 180 there's, bucks yeah, i know it's but there's not even the like options. any yeah there's like nothing you need to upgrade on it anymore you can get right. all the me- all metal hot ends and it, all it that comes stuff. with that no, it's it stock doesn't. 
on the new ones, yeah. Mm. Oh, I got really? the Ender 3 Pro, whatever, and yeah. everything's aluminum. Everything's It's got no plastic bits on the thing. Yeah. Like, thing is great. You know, the steel, fancy hardened steel tips and all that stuff. So I think Micro Swiss is one of the brands that makes like, yeah. some nice And they're cheap. High-end Either stuff. they are cheap to even upgrade them. But I'm saying that, the, the, so that new Ender one is direct drive, all metal hot in, and can print carbon fiber, nylon, whatever. Like, it can do all that right out of the box now. I did so. like zero setup. Like I leveled the bed, mm-hmm. and then like I played with bed temperature a little bit. Like automatic bed leveling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I just like went through the procedure for mm-hmm. shits and giggles, and like I, I don't know. I think I set it on like a twenty-hour print right off the bat, and yep. it was great. Everything's great. Like really nice quality, better quality than most things. And I was <laughs> I like, know, it's I crazy. can't can't go wrong for this. Like yeah, I know. setup was super. Like bolting the thing together was so easy. Mm-hmm. Like that's been on my list of things that I'd like to at least dabble in a little bit so i ignored it for so long i'm happy to see that there's like some less expensive options that are i mean for the shit that i'm going to be doing with it like oh yeah you know what's funny is like the the random dumb things i use it for that like god yeah like i didn't think about Mm it's like i didn't have center caps for the wheels on the audi Mm -hmm. so i was like all right i'll make up a little center cap and like i I could never find anything on the cayenne too because i i really hated they have that like dumb center cap that like looks like a flower, but it goes over all the wheel lug bolts. And I'm like, is this a normal center? I just want a normal center cap. Yeah. So I just like, yeah, quick 3D printed up one. I was like, this yeah. looks way better. It was way better. <laughs> it was like just super dumb rusty things. axle nuts or bolts. Right, or yeah. Whatever, yeah. You know, so. I've had those wheels for like 10 years, and I've never had caps for them. I never like got around to doing it. I'm like, like oh, shit. I'll just print a little Go thing. to bed, wake up. Ah, <laughs> yeah. center caps. Yep, they're done. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it, it costs you a... Pretty glorious for that. Uh, yep. What sixty cents of material, maybe? It's it's crazy. It's just like once, it's like once you have it, mm-hmm. there's just so much shit. Like for instance, Kevin, like, and because I copied the same thing recently. Uh, for instance, um, like brake line clips. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. like I realized, ah, oh, I need some brake line clips to hold these fucking lines or whatever and like yeah yeah you can you can buy them through first off you have to find like an oe part number for like exactly the style you're looking for whether mm-hmm. it would be like one line two line whatever uh and then you're like sure you can buy them from ecs or whoever and they're like you know a dollar or two a piece and then you have to buy them and they have to ship or whatever and i was like if i think of it i could whip a model up real quick and have 10 of them by the time i wake up tomorrow mm-hmm. <laughs> or more yeah. you know and that's awesome like yeah, I mean, like for stuff. stuff like that, that's not like, you know, it's not really gonna ever fail, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. Just, yeah, I mean, it might. Yeah, I mean, it, but whatever. That could. <laughs> but then you print another one. But yeah. like, yeah, I'm typically printing stuff in like a, it's not loaded situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of it differently. It's just like little trinkets and dumb things. Like I, I made a gauge mount in the Audi for like the, yeah, wide band and stuff. Like just super dumb, like filler plates for radios like mm-hmm. all sorts of other stuff i could make in a different way mm-hmm. but i'd never got around to because it was too much work mm-hmm. so i'm like oh i can just you know whip something up while i'm sitting on the couch and, and then- it is cool to add just like a little fillet or a little feature or a little something because you can in that case right mm-hmm. like yeah the fill the the radio filler plate that you might make like if you're going to make it out of sheet metal would be super easy whatever but if you're going to 3D print it, you might as well say, like, you know, put some text in it or something yeah. like that. Just because why not? And I made sure I put the gauge at a goofy angle to face mm-hmm. me and made it still flush. Because oh, yeah. I was like, eh, I mean, I would never do this otherwise. But it's kind of funny. But it to only like, adds two hours to my print. So why not? Yeah. 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 Not any time. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, they're getting faster, more materials, no better. 
Less, I, less expensive. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? Like 180 bucks? Yeah. On Amazon. Things showed up in like two days. Like, yeah. threw it together, fired it up. Easiest thing ever. Hmm. Like, the OG one that I have is like less than 100 bucks now. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and that was the thing. Is like I looked at that too, and I'm like, oh, for not that much more, I get like all the upgraded features I would yeah. do anyway. Right, like, right, right, right. And it that's specifically like like cell phones. I don't want to mess with. Like I don't want to have to like yeah. figure shit out on the back end. Is the thing I just want to work. Mm-hmm. How most people view cars, you yeah. know. And this is in that realm for me. I want it to be an appliance. I yeah, want to send it I, things. That, I don't want to fuck with it. I don't want to dial things in. I just want to want it to make a thing. I tell it to. That is something so. I've noticed about like 3D printer users. Like I, I guess I gave two categories originally, but now I think maybe there's three. Is the Android so, and Apple guy? No, no, not even. I think there's a person who's just like so fascinated with 3D printing and always like messing with stuff on a yeah. 3D printer just to make just wild prints, just yep. or just like make it that much better. And I have no interest in that either. Yeah, same. Like I don't care. Like. I'm not going to level the bed unless something fails like catastrophically or like I'd have to be super pissed about a 14 hour print failing or more tilts or whatever. If I've had two hour prints fail before and I'm like, yeah, whatever, just run it. It'll probably be fine next time. I'll just run it again. You know what I mean? Like I, I just don't care. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I do the same thing. I'm like, Oh, I'll add 10 degrees to the bed temp and then it's fine. Yeah. And then yeah, zero effort. But yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I just sure, want to I'll work. try something, but yeah. I'm not uh, trying to hone in on the flawless print or make so everything like, oh, perfect. I had this like, one layer shift, you know, like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does it fit? Neat. But uh, those are different people too. Like a lot of people are going after different things or into like printing like aesthetic stuff, like, or things that you sand and smooth and Bondo and paint and things like that. Like, yeah. I, I, I guess I get that. That's not what we're doing. No. no. I get that too though. And it's a huge market for that. Sure technology that's probably the primary market for it like uh, on the consumer level like steph yeah yeah. matt's exactly fiance there like that she just does all the cosplay stuff and like it makes so much sense she can just even you know get a file from somebody scale Mm -hmm. it up scale down whatever print some things sand it paint it like that's so much like how else are you going to try to make various things like that yeah Yeah. be so hard yep so the old-fashioned way (laughs) foam you spray, don't. Spray foam, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. yeah. Foam, cardboard. Foam, carve stuff, paint yeah. things. I mean, you can do a it. A hot knife. It's a, just a different setup. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, just working, you know, at ECS, realizing how much, like, the aftermarket uses it for that stuff. And, I, and I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. No, it's very useful in the prototyping stages of things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny. I, I put off buying a printer because we used them at ECS all the yeah. time. I was like, all right, well, I just don't need to do that often. Mm-hmm. But it, like me having one at home is a completely different avenue of like, I'm just printing random shit. Like, <laughs> oh, this trim ring's busted or whatever. And like, or yeah. I made a, I want to make a fill panel for something else or mm-hmm. whatever. Like that stuff I'll print, which is not stuff we'd ever print at ECS. Yeah. Like that's, it's a whole different ball game of what you're trying to do with it. And it's great for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the, it's literally just the small, the small jobs. Well, yeah, it's, it's like little detail work. Mm-hmm. I think is interesting. Printed a lot of RC stuff. That makes yeah. sense. Battery holders, a little sway bar mount. Just done some random stuff too, like paper towel holders. Yeah, <laughs> silicone tube 
twister things. What? You ever seen? I remember the the what was it? Victor Rhines maybe. The, the, oh um, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Silicone yeah. tube that comes yeah. with a little thing you can twist at the end oh, of the yeah. key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can print those. Yeah. Huh. They'll come with them, you know. Yep. That makes sense. I never would have thought of that. I guess it's like one of those things where you have it. You're like, I need this thing. Oh, I can make it. Like Will printed me like the for my press the little knob instead of the stupid T thing, so you have to take the handle out. Oh yeah. And you just put the yeah, little knob on there, and I use that all the time. Yeah, I mean. Depending on your fit, and, yeah. But that was a great option for that. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna try to like turn one on the lathe and jam it on there? Like, no, I'll just deal with it forever. Or I can just have it print while I'm not paying attention. Right. So that's the toss up for me: is stuff that like I could make a machine part or spend forever on the lathe or whatever, and yeah. just get something done. But I never will because I'm not gonna spend eight hours making a right. dopey tab for something. <laughs> It's true. Don't you ever feel like twice as productive too? And like, yeah, yeah. Ah, I got this thing printing, and I'm doing something else. Like, meanwhile, like yeah. I would have had to have been solely making this part. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I was asleep. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that too. But <laughs> that counts. Yeah. Do you ever feel like? So I, I kind of want to go back to this like original comment that I made uh, about you know like people selling 3D printed parts. Do you feel like that can be like deceptive in any way to like people who just like are maybe still like oblivious to 3D printing? And I think about this example, right? The the, the powder coating gun that we have, Kevin. The you know, the the uh, fluid I forget what vortex you call it. The, cup. the vortex cup that that came with. Yeah. Like this is a reputable reputable company that's like generally well regarded, makes a nice product, and they supply it with a a an accessory that's 3D printed. It's an option. Can you get a not 3D printed version of it from them? No. Right. Do they advertise it as 3D printed? Yes. Do they? Yes. Okay. Well, Some so people don't. The walnut <laughs> blasting things that we sell too are 3D printed adapters mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I think that's hokey. Depends on the use case. Like the 3D printed I'm vacuum not, I'm not thing. Even, I'm not like, even necessarily arguing about the fact that like obviously there's better options out there um, for if you want like a really refined product. I'm just saying, if you are not saying, if you're not educated on it, like, yeah, you're going to be like, oh, shit, this is way more fragile than I thought. Historically, if you were to buy something like before the age of consumer level 3D printers, you may or may not say that, like, yes, this is like a nice injection molded or vacuum formed part uh, because nobody cares and it's whatever. It, It there wasn't like another option. Now that may or may not differentiate that product but i just like if you're not into the 3d printing thing i don't think you understand that like this is not going to have the same longevity as somebody who invested in like say yeah injection molding or something like that so i mean it can if it's designed right also that's how you learn like i don't know you'll figure it out like yeah every time i try to buy the cheap thing and it breaks i'm like well it's because i bought the cheap thing so, uh, I don't know. That's the lesson everyone needs to learn at some well, point. Well, so that and that's why I mentioned like there's there's I think pros and cons to it because you have these these people you know people selling like aftermarket parts where there is a nice version of that product on the market, but honestly, you're taking things away from them by selling the 3D printed version of it, which maybe to that particular customer uh, they don't they just don't know. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. know. It was worthwhile i i the only reason i bought that thing was so i could copy it and make 10 more 
per yeah, no, zero like three dollars in that's fine. material. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like they took but, the time to design it. Make but for the instance, fit. I was using it last weekend yeah, and it, it failed. Yeah. It broke. Right. You know, and yeah. it well, they, failed because it was 3D printed. Well, no, it failed because it was too heavy to be 3D printed in that shape. Right. Yes. If it wasn't yeah. as heavy, it wouldn't if, have broke. But if it was, if it was not 3D printed, same design. If it wasn't 3D printed, it would not have. So failed. design it for 3D printing. Exactly. Yeah, okay. The same way that you design a plastic part instead of a metal part. It's plastic. It breaks. It's metal. Oh, it doesn't break. Okay, well, if it was metal, it wouldn't have broken in the first place, right? Yeah. I don't know. Works the same way. It, yeah, it's the same I'm just thing. saying it can be used as a shortcut, and you know, not everybody may be aware of that. So can so. you using just injection molded plastic over yeah, metal, sure. right? That's true. But on the surface level, like your average consumer would can recognize that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's going to be the same thing, and it's eventually the same maybe. Thing. Eventually, we I think view it as the same thing. So that's what you're trying to highlight right now is that you already know when I you know. look at it that it, oh, that's a 3D printer. That's not going to hold up the way mm-hmm. an injection molded thing is. The market's going to follow you. We just, we're just in it more than yeah most people. I agree. So I I do think yeah eventually people everybody yeah. will be aware of the differences. But. Or 3D printing will step its game up to the point where it's not a difference. And then <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. We'll have 3D printed metal parts that yeah. do the same job as... Yeah. When I could buy one of those for 180 bucks, shit's game changer. going buck wild. Game I'm going to make changer. all sorts of wild stuff. I know. But... Oh, that'd be so nice. <laughs> even those aren't going to be as strong as... No. You know, a machine piece, but... Naturally. They're, they're not the same. It's a different... Yet, I don't... I mean, like, yeah, what happens when the whole work. thing's essentially made out of weld? Like That's what they are. There's a laser yeah. centering powder. So. Right, but it's like powder weld, not like weld weld. I don't know. It's like a powdered metal gear versus right. a, a machined gear. Yeah. Yeah. We need, like, titanium stuff works that way. The 3D printers for that. It's laser centering. That, that mm-hmm. bonds better than... I don't know. The fact that it already works in for an exhaust manifold right and right. i don't I, i'm sure there's been failures out there but i mean not that i it's not if you tried to make it tissue paper for sure but like the, it seems like it's fine for that so yeah. that's and that's good enough for me that's like worst case scenario yeah. so you know i think what was it papadakis has been doing yeah. that for like a long time uh 3d printing like turbo manifolds and stuff like it's absolutely nuts Oh, Bugatti with the brake calipers. Yeah. They've been mm. doing those for a while now. That's nothing new. Yep. Hey, hey. those pistons at PRI. Yeah, yeah like I've the, seen them. The but goofy what are they, skirts. What are they in? Huh? <laughs> with the goofy skirts. Mm-hmm. So they're like super light, but also have enough skirt to not flip over. And Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like the yeah. auto generated, like stress yeah. path mm-hmm. thing. Hmm. That's a super cool, like, technology. I'm going to put that. In the Moto 4. The lightest piston you can jam in there. Just drill some holes in it. Shave some yeah. off the rod. Yeah. Get some weight out Get of that. Get some counterweight mass out of it. See if you can rebalance that whole assembly. Knife Get a crank. 15,000 RPM mini quad. Think of the... Is that a pressed together crank? Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Like every bike. Yeah. Yeah. I want to like, every... figure that out someday where I can take them apart and put them back together. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't care what tooling <clears throat> I have to buy and figure it out. I just want to be able to do that on my own. Like a good lathe and a set of indicators and you can do it. <sighs> kind of. No, you need like the lead hammer and like the bean bags to like knock it back into shape again is the, the hard part. But 
Yeah, I don't know. And you need to, like, heat stuff to press them apart and then, like, the right dyes to press them back together. It's more to it. I looked into it a bunch when I had the jet skis. Yep. Because those cranks grenade all the time. And yep. there's no solution other than paying 400 bucks for a crank. Mm-hmm. So. We did that on the our, the Formula SAE car. Had an aftermarket rod. And Put it in it. I remember the engine guy putting it back together and just having like four indicators on the lid and hit it with a hammer a bunch. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. That's basically what you do. <laughs> but like pressing it together is not super easy. And then oh. if you're making big power, like the big power, two stroke snowmobile guys, yeah. they weld those pins in. So they'll true it, tack it, make sure it's not going to move, weld it, and then try to true it again after. Cause they, they'll spin those pins and then the crank will do all terrible, awful, <laughs> bad things. Why can't we just have bolt together rods? Because you need oil pressure for that. That's true. Roller bearings. Yeah. That's the key for the two-stroke world, at least, and all the little little things. Okay. Yep. Well. So that's that. We're done. Yeah. Dave, did you have any input? I, no, I don't. Uh, quite <laughs> honestly, I don't know anything about any of this. So I'm just he here just to learn. He just knows that he wants one someday. I would like to learn. I was just thinking we could stroke out a mini quad if we could figure out how to put the cranks back together. I was going to ask you, if you know how you can't buy the sure. heads for the 100s? You can't buy any of them. You can't buy it, like, yeah. Well, you can get the The 80s. head's the same. but Or the, or the, the jug, I guess. Yeah. yeah, heads the, it, yeah. Could jug. you machine that jug to no. fit a 100? You don't. You can't? No, I checked. Too much. Really? I had it apart. The skirt disappears where yeah. it goes into the, nah. the block. People so. have some done some stuff and made it work, but... You can't, yeah, it's... Not quite right. Yeah. Not that I Not need exactly. it, but I know that yeah. the 100s are hard to find. And uh, yeah, if I couldn't, I had a hard time finding a piston, and I, I ended oh, up just throwing one? rings in mine. Oh, no, okay. I found just rings, and I was like, "Well, here we go." Yeah, did the old Scotch Bright Hone yeah. situation with and, the drill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just ordered a uh, he uh, top end for mine because it's fine. It's a little smoky. I'm not going to put it on, but because at the same time, I was like, well, maybe I'll need it for something else. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Well, on that note, I'm excited. I think I'm going to be there on Saturday. Are you? I thought for some reason last time you said you weren't going to be able to make it. Right. I said I wouldn't be able to stay all weekend, but I think Saturday during the day, I'll be able to make it. Yeah. It was between that and Pontiac Nationals, and I feel bad for not going with my dad, but I already, I was like, yeah, I want to go to Vintage Motor Days, so. I have an extra ticket. Okay. Need. Yeah, I think Parker's coming too. You He's bringing it out. Mini club. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't matter. But, but, man, oh man, have I gotten myself into a oh, lawnmower boy. lawnmower oh, situation? Man, I thought it was Turbo Corrado <laughs> no. situation. No, I've been fucking with a zero turn that's been sitting for like the last two years. Wait, 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 wait! Before, don't tell me about no fucking zero turn. What's the deal with the boat? Oh, I asked my dad. He says, no, you guys can't have it. I'm going to restore it. And I said, man, what the fuck? It's been sitting there for 10 years. You're not going to touch it. He goes, all it, all it needs is a cable and a thing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and do it. so do the thing. And he's like, I'll get around to it eventually. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay. like, okay, it'll sit there for another 10 years. But all it needs right. a whole, the whole deck needs done too. But okay. whatever. But no, nah, I've been messing with this lawnmower that was like a... No power, no ground situation, no nothing. And it's like an old zero turn, and I'm like, all right, this can't be that bad. What are we working with? What's the thing? So Dixon ZTR forty four twenty three. Okay. And I tell you what, man, for a long usually this is stuff that I worked on with my old job. Like this is this is usually not a problem, but like man, this thing give me a runaround. What motor? 
the it's the fourteen point four horsepower big Briggs. Briggs? Yeah. Overhead valve? Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's got that funky weird the weird carb with the solenoid on it. Uh the stupid solenoid main valve thing. Yeah. yeah. Main so, jet. Yeah. So I don't know. I've been messing with that. And it didn't it had no power. And then I find like, okay, so so tell me tell me this. This might be good, this might be bad. I tested every single wire on that fucking mower, and I couldn't figure it out because Why? it was. What do you testing what do you mean? wires Just for? Well, so here's, so here's what walls so it wouldn't crank. So it would it would sp- it would it would click the solenoid a lot, but it wouldn't crank at all. Okay. And I was checked all the grounds, I checked everything else, and I was like, I finally got tired of it, and I just added an additional ground wire. I was okay. like, fuck it, whatever. I don't, I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. And then it cranks. So now it cranks. Okay. Uh, so I got that part going, and like I did the did everything else, and like did the plug, whatever, did all that. And like it's it sounds like it wants to start, and it just won't start. And I don't know if those ones have a control box on them or not. Uh, from the what magneto I should be good. Check for well, it sounds like it wants yeah. to spark. Well, it has spark. Yeah, it sounds like it okay. must if it sounds like it wants. Yeah, to. so I don't know you if give it, it a little be, the sauce. Yeah, I gave I did I gave it the sauce. Nothing. 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 Does it have compression? Yes, it has compression. Is are are there, sure. well, it can't yeah. have all those things. So another thing that was common on those, you know, the little stamped metal bullshit valve cover on those, like over the overhead uh, yeah, yeah, valves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If those Rocker are dented in any way, no, they'll get dented. So it used it's to have metal. push mowers the most. Yeah, no, but like it's usually hanging out. Okay. And people will push it into the stuff. The fucking intake like where the carb is? No, not no, the valve no, cover. the valve. The valve cover, Dave. Oh, the shit. valve cover. Okay, sorry. People would, especially the Honda push mowers, they'd push them into stuff and they throw it back in the trailer. it dent the valve cover just enough to hold the rockers open. So then the valves are stuck open and they're like, it won't start. And they bring it in and do that. Well, they wouldn't have any compression. It has, the it, has, it has some. It feels like there's some, but it's not yeah, enough it's to like run. It's kind of like the Moto 4. Say they get hot if the valves aren't adjusted right. And yeah. It's like just it. not quite enough to start. The rocker <laughs> fell off the arm. If you dent it well, bad enough. Yeah. It makes yeah. Them not, yeah. No. Because the push rods will pop out if you dent right. them bad enough. But uh, we used I to just s- take them off. You whack the valve cover back, put it back on. And be like, yeah. oh, look at that. Runs. Look at that. But I'll have to check that. It's not, I didn't even think about it. But It has to look like it was hit. If it doesn't so, look like it was hit, then it's fine. But well, let's check it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll check it. Kind of like mushroomed a valve too. Though, that's true. So like, if you it, could just what valve lash is way too tight and it burned a valve. It's a two cylinder, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I single so. cylinder or two cylinder? How many plugs you got? One. Oh, Oh, definitely one. Well, what mean, is it called? That? It's a Dixon. What? It's a Dixon ZTR forty four twenty three. Is it blue? They're usually blue. No, it's painted pink and it has Barbie oh. decals on okay. it. Okay, but it, was it blue? <laughs> yeah, it was blue. <laughs> what was that modern engine that had like two spark plugs per cylinder? Like the Col- oh. was it the Kohler? Every Mercedes. Yeah, but that's kind of what I'm thinking of Mercedes yeah. or something like that. New Fords. The little like, those small Chrysler stuff they didn't do that. But yeah, well, no yeah, Mercedes, Josh Chrysler, same. Yeah. Yep. But like, I went into this, I was like, okay, it's a lawnmower, it doesn't start. This can't be that much of a pain in the ass. Sometimes it can't Every be. time, man. Did you read the manual? Yeah, I downloaded it. I read the whole thing. There's really not much in there. Yeah, but well. That's that's kind of been the, that's really the only thing that I've been kind of tooling with recently. Uh, I did go to pull out the Corrado the other day, and I'm pretty sure one of the rear wheel bearings is smoked, so... Yeah. They're tapered roller bearing. How are they smoked? He's done three zero maintenance on it. Camber. No, I just did those. Mike helped me do them to... like not that long ago. What? Yeah. Oh. Hey, you remember we had to whack them? Must have been into, a pretty had, long time ago. We had to we had to whack them into the brake rotor. Oh. Uh, yeah, those fucking guys. Okay. Yeah, because the the wheel bearing sits inside the brake rotor on those, and yeah, it just sits on a spindle hub. Yep. It's old school. Yeah. So. Okay. 
A lot I don't of guys know. like that. Just tighten them up. It'll be fine. That's yeah. kind of what I thought too. Tighten them up a little bit. If they get loose again, probably wear them. Go to the next nut, chomp yeah. the castle nut. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. It's on my go to tight and then back like an mm-hmm. eighth of a turn. List of stuff to to kind of mess with. I also ordered some wheel centering plates for that car so I could, because with it oh. being lowered, it pushes the front end or the axle. Like you haven't up. done that yet. No. Holy smokes! Wow. Yeah. So it's because it's not that low. It's not. Uh, yeah, not that, that too. But oh boy. So why? <laughs> So why'd you buy the plates? So I could, because it rubs, and I'm tired of it rubbing. Mm. I don't think it's gonna fix your rubbing in the back. It's a soldering plates, yeah. It only rubs in the back. Did you buy a turbo? No, yeah, no. Mm. Wow. Listen, I'm trying. How much for the soldering plates? Mm, two turbos. 180 bucks. Two turbos. Two turbos. <laughs> two turbos. <laughs> 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 two, two plastic it's, boat it's, turbos. It's easily one turbo. It's a, that's a decent one turbo. <laughs> No fucking it's way. It's a shitty two turbo. I refuse to buy a $180 turbo to put on that car. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I just you, shouldn't a... pu- you shouldn't spend 180 on that. You should spend like 100 maybe <laughs> exactly. tops. I don't know. I got a problem with that. It doesn't sit right with me. I at least want to get some, like, if I'm going to. What's the worst thing that can happen? It explodes. And, and you buy another $100 uh, turbo. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, fine. Whatever. It knocks because it's dumping a decent amount of oil, but not too much oil into the intake, and then it <laughs> fucking throws a rod. <laughs> Hydrolocks on to oil. Burn so much oil to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's the worst it. case. Is, yeah. it the factory, is, is it worse than the factory PCV? It blows out an what oil PCV? In the line, and the you whole mean the thing tube, on fire. The tube that goes from the the valve cover directly into the intake that just sucks in oil the whole time. Get rid so of it's that. still PCV. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Let's say normally if a turbo is leaking that bad, it won't knock. It's it'll fill the intercooler, then push a big bubble in and mm-hmm. hydrolock mm-hmm. itself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that sounds really unpleasant. <laughs> you won't do that. No, I know, but still. When you're two quarts low for no reason and it's not leaking, then yeah, yeah, and you don't consider. care about the cloud behind you. Yeah, right. Did I tell you guys I went and got a helmet? No. No, I went and got a helmet to do mo- motorcycle stuff and autocross stuff. But you're spending okay. a lot of money in other places. I mean, I support the autocross route. You should be doing autocrosses with this. Yeah. So I got like a Scorpion Exo or whatever it is. I don't know. Some kind of weird funky helmet. a poor choice. Why, really? You think so? I have no idea what that is. Yeah, me either. I have no idea. I bet it's not <laughs> fucking whatever the... It's DOT and Snell rated. It's both. If right, it's got so Snell, you're all right. That's usually what most of them are. For... Well, hey, if you got an opinion on helmets Dude, here, man? They, it's, so they I'm, pass I'm, a regulatory I'm, test. Right. I mean, beyond that, generally spending more money just gets you more comfort, less bulkiness, maybe you know, various other things. But mm. safe is safe. DOT By tests are bullshit. Yeah, well, Snell is like yes. a decent test. Yeah. But what's the next one up from that? I don't remember. It's not up. I don't think there's an up. So. Snell. There's SA rating, but yeah, that, yeah. and which SA helmets are not. Just like a seven hundred dollar helmet, though. Right? No, no, they're oh, not. Okay. no. DOT. I say it's special. Everything. <laughs> There's a lot you, of stuff. You get a forty dollar DOT helmet. I say it's yeah. special application or something. That's for like cars specifically. Okay. I thought that was a Snell rating. No. SA. Everything is that I've seen has Snell and SA. Exactly. So I don't. I saw. Yeah. I oh, don't so maybe know they just they're both done at the <laughs> same time every time. If it has SA, it's not Snell. Uh, I definitely have some with both. I don't know. I just got. Something to put my head in, so I yeah. didn't explode. Yeah, better than nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's a hell of a better than no helmet, but but I always feel ridiculous when I'm like, 
Ah, uh, this one's twenty bucks cheaper. Like, you have what's my brain worth? Race quip helmet or something? I have race quip. I have what's Protech. I have another. What's the other one? Fuck. Bell. No, I do, but no. Oh, that's not Snell. That that's like a shitty a bicycle motor, helmet, uh, <laughs> motorcycle helmet. Okay. Oh, those. Are, okay, so there. It is Snell, but it's a different rating. SA. It's, I thought it was part of the it's Snell, Snell rating. SA twenty twenty, but it's not. Maybe it just it can't have a DOT and an SA. There's some combination of these that like it can't have. I thought it can't Snell be was just, SA. It can't be just DOT. No. It, yeah. Snell is not just okay. SA. Okay. SA is the special application, which is for okay. But Snell and SA typically are hand in hand. I know there's like just a, DOT. I know doesn't fly pretty much for most car stuff. Yeah. I think it. Yeah, I think it gets you by an autocross. Maybe, Poss- yeah, possible. And I think that depends on which group you run with. Even also true. Okay, I'd be so running the class. Snell has an M it is. for yeah, motorcycle. M, that's what it is. Mm. That's usually what you see on the cheaper helmets. Right. Yeah. DOT is the cheapest, which is ironic. <laughs> the M stuff is it's better. Just, than it's a different DOT. test, right? Yeah. They have a cart, a K. I remember looking into like the DOT test, and it's like a super joke, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was on sale, and it was. I went to that uh, Bear Motorsports over on Seventy Seven. I was like looking at some of the Indians that are in there. Mm. I like those, man. Yeah, They're nice yeah. bikes. I do. They, they look I do good. Like some of the new ones are. They have a lot of good styling. Bring some cash this weekend. You can come home with a bike. You could. I, I plan on bringing cash. We've got two big trailers. I know. We could probably put two like, two bad decision makers. As of this year, completely unnecessary. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yours is just a garage right now, so. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is the first time Meowth will move. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you, you taking the trailer? The big trailer? Either one of you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. You, I'm sleeping. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's where else the primary gonna... reason to bring it is like well, also because it's full of tools and things like that. Yeah, but yeah. Just makes sense. Gonna be nice, but yeah. I mean, you're going down what nice. Thursday? Thursday? Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. down tomorrow. Yeah, sure. air mattress space. Yeah, we gotta we gotta pile out a little bit of yep. what we're bringing. Yeah, I, I already have a lot of stuff, so nice. we'll talk. But I have tomorrow off to try to. I wasn't gonna head down Thursday. I mean, I can. It doesn't really bother to. me. Okay. But like, I that was my day. I said it's supposed to rain tomorrow, anyways. But ooh, I'll make it interesting. Ugh, I kind of like rain, but so. I don't keep mind. The, keep the temperature down a little bit. No. I don't mind rain other than trying to leave that place, which I yes. did check, and at least Sunday's not going to be raining this time. Oh, Somewhat. rest of the weekend looks good. Is there is yeah. there people there already, or is it packed? You guys going to get to try to get the same spot that you were in last year? Ideally, Ideally not no. the one we were yeah. in last yeah, year. Yeah, it was like down in that, yeah. <laughs> in the shit. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I liked yeah. that spot. It, was, it ended up being pretty good. I was worried because of how low it was and yeah. next to the woods yeah. with the bugs, but yeah. it honestly, good. it was fine. Yeah. So... Yeah, then getting out was fun. Yeah. But, uh, well, hey. For me. I resolved that problem, though, hopefully. Got some new rubber. You can at least tell new rubbers, huh? New rubber. Nice. Well, that's all I got. Kevin, what do you got? Uh, I'm looking at the weather. Oh. <laughs> well, what do you got? <laughs> um, <laughs> prepping for Pro Am Comp round two this weekend. Yeah, what's that prep consist of? Put the car in the trailer. Changing <laughs> transmission fluid. Mm. Oh. It had... Uh-oh. What? I don't know. There could be a lot of it hads. There sure could be. It had <laughs> 7590 in it. Okay. 
some like liquid molly before so i put atf in it as per bmw actually calls for so mtl is pretty good too the red line stuff yeah it's basically i think ATF. i had it in that in there a while ago and then i changed the liquid molly stuff because we got a cheap yeah. and i didn't notice any difference yeah so i ordered some of that synchro mesh to top it off with and see if that helps anything at all but um yep other than that just put it in the trailer i think well, you said the whole ATF thing was a big ordeal, and you were saving oh, it yeah, for the podcast. Right. So, like, what's the, um, what's the deal? <laughs> so I drained it. It was fine, right? And then uh, I was like, "Oh, let me try that like uh, you know, TikTok thing where you drill a hole in the side of it and drill a hole in the cap and shove a hose down it and oh, give it some compressed boy. air." <laughs> I know where this is going. Well, no, you don't, because that wasn't actually the problem. I was like, okay, so the hose is essentially that I'm using is like too small. I'm just going to bail on this. It's not going fast at all. It's taking fucking forever. I'm sitting here with the compressed air. Like things turn into a balloon <laughs> holding it fine. Like yeah. okay. it was moving just like just not like, as fast as I wanted it to. So I'm like, okay, well let's just go with the transfer pump. And then, so, you know, just pull all that stuff off, get to the transfer pump, which hate those fucking so things. like the generic like harbor freight ones yeah like yeah. five dollars yeah. yeah. well one throw with away. the hoses that never stop curling and oh yeah because yeah. they're like yeah. they're like abs hoses and they're super super stiff yeah mm. it's like kind of stiff i don't know it's pretty stiff so then i Too like stiff. start doing that and of course like it falls out once i'm like god damn it like it gets it it's all <laughs> over the place and then um <laughs> just like then the the um container that was holding the atf got light towards the end the hose picks it up and mm, dumped it all over yep. the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and then i was like Fuck. all right so i got See, one more the hose out. is too stiff yeah <laughs> yep. the, yeah um <laughs> so then i'm pumping again and the high pressure side of it pops off and it blows atf like absolutely everywhere <laughs> i spent more time cleaning up this shit than i did like just putting the fluid in that's my experience with um, it, like, almost every time. Like, back to the Winter Beater 1, I think I did that, and it was on the one video. It just exploded it all over the media room, all over the walls. I was just <laughs> talking to Zach about that, because I specifically remember that clip of everyone yelling and just, like, this... You oh, know, the, fuck, I remember when that happened. Yeah. It stunk in there. It, it smelled still, so bad. The stains are still everywhere. There's I'm still oil. It doesn't there was probably a good 10-foot radius of, like, drops of ATF everywhere. <laughs> And then also, like, I went to go, like, pump it out after, like, inside of the, the oil catch thing. And, like, I'm like, okay, I'll just slowly burp it out this hose. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's like a bubble and just splats all over the wall. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Fuck those things. Like, <sighs> like, I seriously appreciate Liquid Molly for putting that little hose thing in there so you just squeeze the bottle. Yeah, that's like, nice. That's, yeah. Or the with Amsoil now does the, bag. the bags? Yeah, bags are cool. Like, why aren't we? I doing have that? one of the. Um, I did buy one of the. Uh, it's not a. It is a transfer pump, but it's like its own like little. It's like a weed sprayer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. that now, which is really nice because it has like the little hook, the hook attachment, yeah. so like doesn't fall out as easily, and like you can just kind of go slow. It seems to work pretty well. But yeah, for the BMW transmissions, I've done the long hose to the engine bay. Yeah, yeah and that works nice. It was up in the air. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I just drained sense. it. I was like, yeah, I'm here, so whatever. And of course, there's there's just no way, no good way to like hold the hose in the thing, hold the bottle, and pump it all at the same time without, right. you know, four hands. But yeah. 
<laughs> I was hoping you exploded the bottle with the air thing. That would have been pretty funny. Like be forgot bad. you had it cranked to like 150 uh, psi I, and just. Can you imagine the noise? I I've seen that. Oh, yeah. The the regulator actually wouldn't turn down. It just started leaking more. So I had to keep it all the way up. Hmm. So a couple of times it did get pretty big. <laughs> it was kind of scary, but. Yep. There's that. I tried to rewrap my front bumper. How'd that go? Um, exactly the same as the old wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it came up on all the corners. There's something about like bumpers suck. It's not. It's. N- I don't think it's just the bumper that sucks. Like I can handle that. It's the unpainted oh, material that originally oh. it sticks to, and then it just comes up. Yeah. So I even yeah, like the pro- took the time to like inlay all the pockets and everything, and I was like, okay, I'm not stretching the front piece that much, and is that still came. Is right that like there. a raw? aftermarket bumper yeah so it's still it's so it's, it's, it's a plastic a, yeah so the, yeah the problem is it's not sealed i don't think yeah right so the pla- so. the plastic is probably just too porous. something like that yeah. yeah so that was a fail but whatever um powder coated wheels yeah that's good for the 46 i picked up some iron man i moved gen threes for those yesterday up in like an hour and 20 minutes away. Holy shit, you went that far for some tires? Yeah, it Damn. saved me 200 bucks. I mean, oh, yeah. shit. Were they used? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, Barely. Good deal. They have like 500 miles on them, apparently. Not They're bad. A year old date code, so. Yeah, pretty Sounds good. Sounds like right. good, good deal to me. Yep, cleaned them up. Degreaser is like the best to get like. So I cleaned them with like wheel cleaner at first, and it kind yeah. of just like pulled all the brown shit up. But didn't get rid of it, and then I hit them with degreaser and took it all right off. What, they look brand new. What degreaser are you using? Like a Wait, simple green. Off of what? Okay. The tires. The tires? Yeah. 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 I always wondered about that brown stuff. Where does that come from? It's, it's wax. It's a, Is it from the mol- from the release? Wax? No. Or yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Oh. It's not. It's not mole release. It's like wax that's in the tire. It's oh. not wax. It's it's an oxidation. Yeah. Of wax. Of wax, wax doesn't oxidize. It it degrades in ozone or UV or something like that, and that's why it's brown. It's stuff, and apparently it's stuff to prevent <coughs> the ozone from eating the tire. Yeah. So you wiped so, it all off. Yeah. So it's actually <laughs> good for the. It tire. is good for the tire, yeah. and like tire shine make, just makes it worse. Yeah. So. That's but I mean like considering the life of a tire, like yeah, yeah okay, you're gonna get rid of it ideally before. Oh, well, it just prevents it from dry riding. Yeah, pretty okay, much. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. I should know that. Now I do. It's wax? Mm-hmm. Wax. Interesting. Mm. Well, the there's like wax in every petroleum product. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so this is what it is. The stuff on the outside of a tire when you get it? No, not even that. I'm not talking oh. about like release wax. I'm just talking about oh. like there's the stuff wax that's inside in of it. It comes out. Rubber. Oh. With oxidation. Yeah. Oh. That's what turns brown on uh, the outside makes of a tire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. But degreaser takes it right off. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's funny because I just, uh, well, I won't jump ahead of you. Never mind. I think that's that's it. Wow. Hmm. Right? So oh, we applied for pre- grid sure. life. Today. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I sent an application in for grid life mid-Ohio. We'll see. It's not August. Yeah, it's right? in two fucking weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You sent me that and I applied too and I was like, shit, the third and fourth. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to. Uh, 
It's not like a full <laughs> concert, you know, event thing, but be kind of fun to try to drift mid Ohio. Yeah, I just want to go through the S's at mid Ohio. Like I think that'd be fun to slide up and down those hills through mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're trying to have like arcade yeah, bar maybe. thing going on and like some karaoke thing or something. What so, weekend is that? Ooh, yeah, karaoke. It's in two weeks. Dude. Fourth. What? Fourth. Not August this 4th. weekend. The next one. He just said it. Okay. 30 seconds ago. Just rewind it. It's not this. It's actually not the next weekend either. It's t- two weeks away. Oh, thank God. It's like I two thought it was the next one. No. <sighs> two. Two, uh, two I, weeks and two, two and days. Two and a quarter. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel a lot better about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be interesting. We'll see if we get approved. Yeah. I would imagine there's probably less applicants to that because it's less of a concert yeah. vibe thing, but... Yeah, I don't see why not. If they were still taking applications, then... It seems like... I think they yeah. just opened applications. Because mm. I had been checking it every podcast. Oh, wow. Because I had this tab open. You could buy tickets for that back you in You could buy like tickets February. for it, but you couldn't apply to Drift. It said application coming soon. Okay. Yeah, it didn't. still says application coming soon on the website, just FYI. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It does. I have it open right here. It says full course drift, apply now. It said coming soon earlier today. No, or at least on my phone it did. So. No, nope, <laughs> I applied on my phone through this link today. I, I, I looked at it today when we were at lunch. <laughs> I don't he know. He sent it to me before lunch. He sent it to me at like 10. So. Then something on some other page says coming you gotta soon. Clear, you got to clear cash. Oh, oh. Maybe. Cookies? Yeah. Too yeah. many cookies. cookies. Too many cookies. Too much cash. F5. Too much cash. Not enough cookies. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Do you want to start talking about something so I can interrupt you with something I remembered? Hey, now. No? No. <laughs> okay. You can keep keep going, remembering. I think that's it. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh feels less exciting now because we're on a different topic again but it was a good segue originally uh on the tire thing but uh since we're going to mid-ohio this weekend and i got stuck last year uh i put tires on the truck and i was the point my point i was going to make specifically as it pertained to degreaser too because i used degreaser to clean the tires as soon as i got it back uh a because they got lube everywhere it was all over the place and which I mean, I'm glad they used it, I guess. But uh, but also because I did, you know, there's white sidewall lettering on it, which, yeah. if you recall, yeah. uh, is Comes like always blue. like painted blue. Yep. Uh, and that the purpose of that is also to protect from oxidation. So that's like a the blue stuff's hard to get off. Yep. So I did the whole wire brush on the drill. Oh wow. Little purple power. Two seconds. I've done purple power just a hand brush and yeah. a nylon brush thing, and that yep. works really well. But. You're not gonna take the white off, right? It's, it's like oh it's yeah, in, no. The oh, white is the rubber. rubber, and it's in oh, inside okay. the tire. If you, any white letter tire is a white wall if you take off enough yeah. of the black. Right. Any rubber tire was white at one point. Yep. Well, well yeah, but not quite white, but never yeah. gonna be again. But right. You see people that like pull up to curbs all the time and just like bump into them. Where I'll have a whole white sidewall, and they'll just have one <laughs> on just like the the passenger side. Jeez! Oh, just because the white letters, you can rub off that whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll just be a white wall. Wow, yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah. Great. So the way that works is basically there's a it's like an ice cream sandwich, right? So that they extrude the sidewall, and there's a layer of white in the middle of it. They put it in the mold. 
the the raised letters get pushed up. There's still black rubber on the outside, so then when the tire is done curing, they go through a buffing machine, and they basically shave down just the top of the letters, mm. and that gets to the white bits. Interesting. But that means that like almost everywhere else in the sidewall, there is a layer of white yep. underneath. So which is why you don't see big off-road tires in white letter tire or white letter because you'll rub the sidewalls off and then it looks like a white <laughs> it wall. It looks so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> the Kendas on the X5 are white letter. Mm-hmm. And from pulling into my driveway, you can see the oh, edge yeah. of the white wall all the way around it. Yep. It's just huh. enough. Yeah. yeah. You got those gnarly curbs out there. Yeah. yeah narrow driveway. Yeah, so. It'll get you. <laughs> enough bumping around. Yep. Um. So outside of that, like honestly, I haven't done a whole lot on the BMW. Honestly, feeling a little burnout on it. Uh, so a lot of us has been kind of getting some stuff cleaned up, doing some stuff to the truck, working on the trailer a little bit, get ready for this weekend. So, like I said, put tires on the truck. I, um, ordered, I was talking to you about this a little bit, Mike. I ordered like a rear view camera situation. Oh yeah. I was looking into, you know, I know Kevin, you have like the rear view mirror thing, which is kind of nifty. And then I was looking into like head units, which I don't really need. And are incredibly expensive if you want something that's like capable of stuff, yeah. car plays and all that. So that was just going to be a slippery slope if I went that route. And just happened on like Prime Day, I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing that I was looking at. So um, there's like you know some off-brand Amazon thing that's like a it's like a, it's a standalone deal, right? Yep. It's just a screen, two Wi-Fi cameras, like the range on it's like 200 feet. So. Uh, nice thing about that is, is basically no, I don't have to worry about any connections, um, just power for the cameras and stuff like that. So I put one on the back of the cap and then one, and while I was in there, I actually wired up the third brake light. Cause that was just kind of like taped up yep. in there. I was like, yeah, I have to run a wire right here anyways. So I'll did, did that at the same time and then put one in the back of the trailer as well. So you didn't put it next to the hitch. It's looking down at the hitch. Okay. It's a, it was also a bigger camera than I expected. And so I was looking at like underneath the tailgate around the license plate area, but the thing was like fucking massive. So I'm wow. like, okay, next best option was like basically at the third tail, tail or third brake light. On Mine the, is like, no, I know what you're talking way. about. These, this is like a, like a serious, like it's like a way overkill, but it's like a 4k has infrared night vision, like all that shit on it. Too. So I was like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's a, <laughs> it has like two antennas on it and everything. Oh, shit. <laughs> it looks pretty serious, but hey, it, it works well, so that's that's cool. Um, and otherwise, I mean, I did a little bit of stuff on the BMW, powder coated a few more things, door panels, like the little sunroof delete panel, things like that. Got those, oh, the, the uh, hood vents as well. Got all that stuff like riveted on. Um, but that was pretty much the the bulk of the progress on that. Uh, I ended up having to redo the AC in the Cayenne because it like stopped working. And I was like, oh, damn it. So I was like, well, did it leak out? Looked around because I did put a little UV dye in there just in case. Because, you know, I had disconnected a bunch of the lines to try and like clean them out mm-hmm. from shrapnel. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, I don't see any leaks. So I was like, okay, hook up the gauges again. And looks like it still has the same, you know, whatever pressures in it. So I did a little bit more research. And I was like, yeah, so I guess I, I could be overcharged, although that would surprise me uh, just based on like, because what I found online was like 
1,050 grams or something like that. And I was like, yeah, it's like, it was like a little over three cans, I think. So I was Holy like, shit, that's a lot. Well, okay, so for reference, I just did Shane's car, and the Bentley manual for that said 1,050 grams. Because it's old. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, R34, though. Was that the old yeah, stuff? Yeah, it's, it's 134. No, 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 I mean uh, R53. Or R12. Or R12, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not that old, but it's old. Well, so what does old have to do with the, the, the volume? They just put way more in them. It took six cans to do my Suburban, which was 134. Yeah. But I don't know. It just didn't seem out of the like ballpark for me, cause especially because I, I had just done Shane's E36. I was like, oh, okay. My X5 didn't was think about a it. can and a little bit. It's so, 16 ounces versus the 12-ounce can. Just some more research to think, like, maybe it wasn't the right amount, maybe too much, maybe not enough. So... Again, stupid thing about Porsches in general. Just like the information, just like isn't out there. I went, I went on all data, not on all data. No, it's like what? There's so many capacities in there. It tells you how much, like you know, wiper fluid or like the the pump flow rate of a white washer fluid pump. Like it tells you shit like that, but it doesn't tell you how much our you know 134 to put in. And I was like, that's so stupid. So, anyways, very difficult to find. Eventually, I came across something that said, like, the dual zone climate control is, like, 1,050, which is what the number I had found originally. And, like, the single zone stuff was only, like, 700. I was like, ah. So, yeah, that's, like, two cans versus, like, a little over three that I put in it. So, blood a little bit off. Works great again. So. Oh, wow. That was easy enough. Like, the best case scenario. So, (laughs) I was worried. I was like, ah, hopefully I didn't immediately kill this compressor. Because, like I said, you know, I didn't, like, replace it at the condenser Mm -hmm. or evaporator or any of that. The dryer. Um, So, crisis averted, uh, I think. Nice. (laughs) So, uh, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I just did AC things. So, the the black X5. Mm -hmm. AC was junk. I had charged it this year, and it did work when I charged it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put the gauges back on it. Still charged. Uh, but high and low side, exact same pressure. Ooh. Ooh, expansion valve, not expansion valving, which is pretty common on those. Mm-hmm. And I had bought one because my white X5 was doing the same thing. Uh-huh. But I took it apart. So the expansion valve was sitting in the door panel. I'm like, well, it's hot out. So it's I took that one. I put, <laughs> put that in the black one, recharged it, mint. Things oh, all blowing right. cubes. It's great. Cool. Um, but I'm hitting that phase. You know, you guys have a bunch of cars. This is the turnover. No, no, no. Oh. Also, but, okay. um, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like when you have a bunch of cars, once every three, four years, everything's broken at once. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Everything just happens to line up. Where yeah. I don't know if I'm ignoring enough things and I get lazy <laughs> or what. But so I like it, which is weird because like in general, I like to think we're like a lot more proactive exactly. than most people. But, and yet it, this has been happening to me for 15 years now. It's <laughs> like every three, four years is a perfect storm where everything's kind of broken at once. Okay. It's like the economy. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same deal. <laughs> same Can't deal. avoid it. Can't avoid it. Uh, You're on an Economic sad time. Yeah, it happens. Vehicle depression? It's it's not that bad. It's if I put 10 minutes into each thing that's broken, they'd all be fixed. But It's like an hour. Right. Total. I just have to do it. <laughs> uh, I get it. So, so <laughs> I was like, I still haven't touched the hatch harness thing on the, oh, yeah. the E60. So that's been sitting there. Yeah. Um, it's still just as dismantled. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, whatever. I just got the black X5 and I was cruising around on that. Blue brake line yesterday on my way home. Yikes. 
Well, it was fine. Not catastrophically. No, like, no, no. Like, I was sitting eh, in the parking yeah, lot. Squishy. Actually, I, before I left for work that day, I was like on my foot on the brake and I was like waiting at the stop sign. I'm like, hmm, feels like my foot sunk a little bit. Yeah. And then just drove to work. <laughs> and then I went to leave work and it's I was. Just brakes. <laughs> I was foot on the brake. I'm like, is, is it getting soft again? It seemed to be getting soft. So I drove it home pretty gingerly. And then, like, I was sort of at the stop sign near my house or the, the red light and the, on the brakes. And I'm like, my foot's definitely moving. <laughs> I pull in the driveway and I just like stand on it yeah, a couple just times. Yeah, to do the panic brake just, test. Well, yeah, <laughs> just sitting there and I'm stick my head underneath and it's raining everywhere. I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's in the panel under the driver's oh, side. So no. So that stuck there. The cords on the Volvo, uh, the the front tires on the Volvo are corded, as I can't speak. They're not even. How? You, were they new them? when you put them on? No. Oh, not even just close. Like whatever you had. Yeah, and then whatever on. alignment shit I got going on is well, not yeah. great. And <laughs> you mean no alignment because you made like I aligned it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you aligned it. I well, aligned there's the it. problem with the machine. What do you want me to do? <laughs> uh, it felt like shit, so I definitely like finagled some stuff till it just drove better. Huh. So unaligned it after you aligned it. Yeah, and then I like I saw that they were corded, so I gave it some more toe in and a bit of a panic. <laughs> and I got home and the tires like screaming hot. I was like, ooh, <laughs> all right, too much toe in. Mm. Did that in the Corvette. It started to wear like the inside wear. I was like, maybe a little more toe in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, quarter turn each side. Sounds yeah. good. And then I like pulled in the driveway after and I touched both tires and they were like really hot. I'm like, ooh, too much. So <laughs> I have another set of tires. I mounted on wheels. They're in the garage. They're not on it yet though. Yeah. So yeah. that's the other 10 minutes I need to do. Sure. Yeah. And probably align it again. Again. Yeah. 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 Realign. <laughs> Try round two. Yep. So, yeah, that's the. The way she goes sometimes. Otherwise, I get the truck, which well, thankfully still works. And uh, yeah, I gotta go back but and pick up the trailer. And still needs tuning time, right? It's not bad. It, yeah. Trailer tune's not great. Street tune's great. So, well, yeah. you got this weekend. You got next weekend or next and two uh, weeks. All sorts of towing to the same place. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be fine. I've got like fifth, sixth gear towing dialed. It's just the. There's like a, if you're doing between like 40 and 50 towing, it just wants to be at like 1200 RPM and it, it can't do it. So you gotta like kind of get reckless with almost a kick down mm-hmm. and then it'll, it'll drive fine. It's just, it upshifts a little prematurely. So, so you got a limited amount of time to really dial it in because, you know, eventually you just start driving around it and don't care anymore. It's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing now, but <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Honestly, what I need to do, I still Perhaps. haven't. The The big issue is I haven't set up the, the button for tow haul. Yeah. And then I can switch maps. So then I can tune each map separately. Yeah. But like, I'm like, oh, the street map's so good right now, though. But if I change it for towing, then it's not so hey, good. I definitely don't want to do that. So, so. If hey. you're uh, planning for anything around Labor Day weekend, I saw Matsuri. Which yeah. when's that? It's always Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. What's yeah. Labor Day weekend? Give me numbers. Uh, Beginning of September. Uh, September fourth. Ah, uh, can't go. Ah, Block Island. Block Island. Mm. Which is a significant amount more towing with a much heavier <laughs> object. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll be at uh, I'll be at yeah. the Champion Off Road. Yeah. Nice. That'll be cool. While I would like to fall Matsiri, I will be Block Islanding. It's okay. Will's gonna come. He said he was coming to Block Island. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I'll do something. <laughs> well, I did. One look, or the I other. Did look at this, <laughs> I did look at the schedule for Pro Am. What the last events in September, Kevin? 
Was that the third or fourth? At Lake Erie? I thought there were four, right? The, well, there are four. round three is Labor Day weekend, which is also Matt's area, and then yeah. the right. fourth round it's is just, a, just a comp weekend. September yeah, 1. Top 32, oh. bigger purse uh, yeah. towards the end of, I think it's the third week in September. Yeah. There okay. is Thrash Bash, though, at the end of September. Ooh. I, I want to try. I know I said this last year. I want to try to make it at least to one drift event that's yeah. not FD. Because yeah. I haven't done I was I was looking at the Fall Matt's Erie, and I was like, okay, that'd be cool to make that one. Didn't realize it lined up with that Block Island thing that I said I was also interested in. But then, yeah, I was thinking of, like, Thrash Bash. So I was like, I yeah. should definitely be able to do that. So You should get your car down for that. And, the, and the nice thing is, is the weekend prior to Thrash Bash is a pit race. So I was like, oh. Ah, oh, beautiful. So... A bunch of guys from work want to do pit race that haven't drifted before, and I said I'd go out to that. Mm. So I don't know if you're down with that or if you want to. I mean, normally pit race is pretty good. Like a pair of tires, if you're gentle on the throttle, will get you through most of the day. No, I'd be interested so. in like taking the Corvette there or something. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. No okay. e-brake. Yeah. Send I mean, it. You have an e-brake. Yeah, there's a brake. <laughs> there's a. I still have issues with that thing. And I, I don't like didn't I, work, and then all of a sudden it worked, <laughs> and then it doesn't work, and then it does, yeah. and then it doesn't work, and then it, yeah. it like it's either hooked up to nothing or it's great. Oh, and I don't understand what could possibly it's, cause that. Yeah, there must be some like gear tooth that's either missing oh, or weird. just like grabbing, or and then you know maybe you can know. manually adjust the little thing in the back or something. But I, I haven't even fucked with it. Where it's that little le- levery bit inside the thing that's just yeah. like getting hung up or. Normally, once you get the tires like glazed over, pretty good drifting. Like you, you initiate on throttle or something like that. From yeah. there, it's just it's not that much to e-brake it. From. It's really good when it when it grabs. Yeah, <laughs> it would suck to. But when it rely on it being there, it, like the going just, just like, like yeah, a oh. ripper into a big bank, and you're like, okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Take but the yeah. racing line. <laughs> That'd be fun to get a bunch of people out there and mess around. But uh, other than that, yeah, mid Ohio things. Mm-hmm. So I haven't done much other than try. Yeah, to... I haven't done anything either. But yeah, as it pertains to the tiny stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just but worried about having it's getting together stuff to be comfortable. I know. Yeah, I need that's to my number one priority. Evaluate. So yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. about it. It just reminds me about how bad that seat is in that thing. In the Corvette? Yeah. Mm. You'd be fine. It's race. so flat. You'd be fine. Get, what, have you seen the seatbelt tightening things? You can put it at the bottom. Alex used to run them for autocross. It was like a little Amazon <clears> thing that you like slide over, and then you can like actually tighten the seatbelt. Okay. Well, a lot of people will do that. They'll unclick it, like lock it, and then like kind of stretch it. Yeah, to get it was it. a yeah, different you mechanism. Move, you move like the wrong way or something, and then it undoes. Yeah, you have to get it pretty tight. It was some little clip thing, <clears> and it was like a cheap thing, and it, it made a huge difference, so... Yeah, if you can like cinch it down and like yeah. keep your waist where it's supposed to be. Yeah. That'd be a game changer. So that's gotta be an easily Googleable thing. I just I like even just going around Googleable. corners, I find myself just like pushing my elbow against mm-hmm. like the door card and yep. my knee against the center console. Yep. First time I drifted the E thirty, I bruised up my right leg from the center console pretty bad. Yeah. That's fine. Hmm. Well, on that note. Stay tuned for uh, next episode. We'll have some Moto4 or Moto4 Vintage Moto Days updates and uh, probably some other stuff. Probably some probably. other stuff. Probably some other stuff. Yep. Goodbye. Agree.